Welcome to Closer to Venus. I'm Johnny Burke, and today's guest is Mike Martin. He is an interdimensional explorer that was introduced to portals 30 years ago while exploring the astral. Today, we will discuss his explorations and how it can benefit anyone on the path towards spiritual awakening. Mike, welcome to the program. Thank you. Good afternoon. So you discovered these portals while exploring the astral. So in the first place, how did you discover the astral? When I was a kid, I was having astral projections, and I didn't know what they were. It's back in the 70s, and I just kind of shoved it off after just ha- having them over and over again. I just didn't understand it. So later on in my early 20s, I read about out-of-body experiences, and I didn't correlate the two. So I decided I wanted to do it, and it took me about a year of trying through lucid dreaming, and that's how I was successful in having a controlled out-of-body experience. And at that point, once I had experienced it, then I kind of correlated what happened to me as a kid and remembered that and then kind of fed back on that. I had my first out-of-body experience. It was controlled. And then after that, a couple months later, I was doing the lucid dreaming, which is where you become fully conscious within a dream. And at that point, you tell yourself you want to have an out-of-body experience, and that's how my journey begins when I'm doing astral projection. So I did that the next time, and then I'm just laying in bed on my side with my eyes closed, and I'm thinking, okay, this is not an out-of-body experience, and there's a portal, an oval-shaped portal in the darkness with my eyes closed. I'm like, okay, what is this? So it was a live viewing of an aerial view of a city by the water, but the buildings didn't look similar to anything I'd seen before. So I just kind of laid there and looked at it, but around the outside of the portal was kind of a border with some symbols and writings that I didn't understand. So I spent the time laying there looking at it and it was about 30 seconds and then eventually it faded away. So I was keeping a dream log at the time for years before that. So I decided, okay, I'm gonna write this down on my dream log and then I'm just gonna call it a viewing. Didn't know what it was, had no other description for it. Then they started happening more and more. And instead of just that portal viewing, it expanded to my full peripheral vision When you're looking through your third eye, it's much wider vision than what you're going to see in your physical vision. So I would see them and I'd write them down. I would just be able to view what was going on. Eventually, I kind of figured out what it was. And then at one point, I was able to enter one. Now, this is a third party that shows me these portals because over time, I've realized over the 30 years, I don't have the energy capacity to be able to open these realistic portals, the ones that are 4K view. They're full screen 4K view. I can open them, but they're not anywhere near the amount of energy it takes. So there's a third party showing me these and they're throwing up symbols. They're throwing up descriptions of things. They're showing me different forms. And I'm just kind of trying to take in whatever I can because the symbology and the written language is nowhere near anything that I've been able to find. One of the things I wanted to ask you about was the symbols that you saw in one of the buildings. I know it's not like anything you've seen before, but could this be like another civilization on another planet? Or is it a civilization that might have been in the past? Was there an indication of the timeline? Well, the symbols were around the border, around the outside of the portal. It was almost like somebody had made a border around the outside of the portal. And then the writings were within that border. The writings, I would say they're not anything that you would find here. 
because I've seen a lot of things that aren't from Earth. I would put it in the same respect because the writings were almost a calligraphic art form. And then some of them are more of a geometric shape or an advanced geometric shape. And some of them are three-dimensional. So I wouldn't see anything like that. I wouldn't think anything like that would come from this planet. Because in reality, we're all aliens anyways. I mean, we're all from somewhere else. So Star seeds, you mean? Right. What you're describing sounds a little bit like a Stargate, like something you'd see on TV. And uh, not to digress too much, but I've been told that a lot of these productions had creative forces that are not necessarily of the human kind, but that's probably discussion for another day. But the symbology, as you described, sounds exactly like a Stargate. How can we describe exactly what a portal is in human terms, if that's even possible? A portal is usually a connection between one reality or dimension or one location and dimension in another. We could easily create a portal between me and you. Think of a portal as a tube from one area to the other. And within that tube, information can pass through and you could actually travel through it. So basically space-time has just been split. A portal is a direct connection to another location no matter where it's at. What I've discovered is because the third party is involved, the third party has the ability to create this portal between myself and another location, but they're also connected to it at some form. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to monitor it or, or whatever they're doing. And obviously, they are monitoring it. Now, is a third party most likely a star being or something like that? Well, obviously, it's an advanced being, just like we are. I mean, obviously, they're more advanced at this point. Over time, I've tried to contact them. I've tried to get information on there. I'm getting absolutely nothing. And one of the reasons that I think that I found that this is happening is... If I don't know who it is, nobody else can know who it is. Everything that we do, say, or act, or think, everything is recorded. Everything that we do or have anything to do with on Earth, there's a cloud-based. I mean, you've heard of the records, Akashic records and that sort of thing. Everything is being recorded. There's a purpose behind it. And if I don't know who that is, then there's no way for them to trace it back. So it's been a third party. It's been 30 years. They passed me information. A lot of it I don't understand because it's not in my language. So maybe at one point I did understand it, but I obviously have no concept of it right now. Is this related to channeling or anything no. like that? No, because what happens is I'm seeing it. I'm fully conscious. At any time I'm having these experiences, I can open my eyes. When I'm having these, I could get up and walk around if I wanted to. But I choose to lay there and concentrate. But I'm fully awake at that point. So there's no channeling. There's no connection with anything. Now, that was the nightly portals that originally started. About 10 years ago, I discovered another way to enter those portals or to connect with them. And that's on a little bit different setup there. I don't have to wait at night for something, you know, for me to become conscious within a dream. I originally called them glimpses because basically what they are is a glimpse. And I do believe that all of us at one point or another are connecting with these during our day when we're daydreaming and that sort of thing, we're picking up information subconsciously, but we're not consciously connecting with that. And I was able to figure out how I could get to brain activity wave in order for me to connect to it. And what I had found is those are also portal connections. So I believe that all of us are doing it. It's just that not all of us are aware of the technique or aware of the ability to be able to do it. So there seems to be at least a parallel with channeling because what I've been told many times is that we're all channeling whether we know it or not all the time 
but you're saying it's different from channeling and you're not really sure where it's coming from, but it's got to be coming from an advanced being, the third party. What's happening is on a subconscious level, there's a lot of stuff going on in our lives that we're not consciously aware of. There's a subconscious connection there. And I was able to bring my consciousness to that connection. And when you do that, it's like you being there versus the back of your mind. So what happens is when I'm able to move my conscious focus through that connection, I'm right there. I hear everything that's going on and I remember everything that's going on. The hardest part in those connections were as soon as you receive that information and you come back, there's a veil there. It's a heavy filter. And when you come through that veil, it's like walking a hard drive through a strong magnetic field. Everything that I had learned or I'd heard was erased. I knew there was an event that happened, but I couldn't recall anything. So after about a year of figuring out how that I was able to retain that information, I started bringing that information back and document it with me. The hardest part has always been retaining the information and bringing it back. But once you've been able to do it over and over and over for years, then it's not a problem anymore. But that is one of the things that keeps us from remembering anything. You might remember when you were daydreaming that something came through, but you just don't remember what it is. It's because your consciousness wasn't there. You were consciously focused on it. What are some of the more interesting places or things, or even beings for that matter, that you've seen in the portals? I would say the most interesting was, it was a two-dimensional world. It was at night, I was brought there, and there was black mountains, and of course it's two-dimensional, everything's flat, but there was some light shading around the edges of the mountains, and then there was these creatures, they reminded me of birds, almost like a cartoonish type of a bird. And they had very sharp features and they were white with black eyes. Everything was black and white there with just very light tones of gray. Now, they just were there and I knew they were a living being. I knew it was a living world, but I also knew that it couldn't be much farther off than what we have here. There was a, a unique connection between us that we understood each other. We understood that there was no threat, but I also understood that they had the ability to attack just like anybody else would. I was there for 30 seconds and just kind of admiring and looking around. And I don't know if they've ever seen anybody like me because when you're at a portal, if you're at one end of the portal, I'm at the other end of the portal. I see you and what's in your background and you see the same. So every time I make these connections, whoever is on the other end is seeing me just the same as I'm seeing them. So you're not hiding anything. Everything is out in the open your feelings, your intentions, and you have energy passing through. And you're not in control of how much of that energy passes through, and neither are they. It's just like when you make the connection, you have an understanding. It's automatic. Now, you talk about unlimited potential that's been hidden from us for a really long time. What's the connection with the unlimited potential on the portals? When you're able to focus your point of attention on something that is beyond you. At some point, and I tell everybody the easiest way to accomplish this is through daydreaming and through visualization. Those are your two strongest tools that you can utilize. And what happens is as you start to exercise those muscles, you will have the ability to be able to focus on things that are away from you, that are not of you. And when you start to change your point of focus, then things start to change around you. Now, when I make these connections with the portals, I am focusing on what is beyond me. So I'm looking beyond me 
nothing in my mind. And then what I do is I am able to, over time, I'm able to duplicate the brain waves that are needed in order to get me to the point where I can make the connection. Sometimes I have to move around a little bit, but usually because I've done it so many times, I've trained myself that I can do it and get to that point. And then from that point, then I'm just assuming that information. What I've discovered is as you start to do this, you start to also deal with energy exchanges within your body. You start to feel the energy movement. You start to feel a lack of energy or a surplus of energy. And what happens is at that time, you begin to realize that if you can create a portal connection with anywhere in the universe or anywhere within our realm, where else can you go? There's absolutely no limitation. Because if you think about it, I'm sure the government and, and many other places have portals. They utilize them everywhere in the universe. I'm sure there's plenty of that technology available. They're utilizing technology to get to the same state, but you don't need it. We're, we're spiritual beings, but we're in a physical body. We don't need the technology. We have more than what we need. I do believe that people have traded their spirituality for technology. When spirituality and the essence of our being is a hundredfold more than any technology that can ever be created. I've never heard it explained quite like that. But another thing that this does remind me of is remote viewing. Is this remote viewing on steroids or is it something completely different? Well, if you think about it, this is a natural phenomenon. A portal is a natural phenomenon. We're utilizing a, a phenomenon that it's probably been used by, I don't know, shaman and that sort of thing for many centuries or who knows how long. And they were able to connect with the spirit world. You can connect with anything. So this is something that, that's been there forever. And it's, it's there for us. But we've lost this whole understanding of what the universe is about. When we think about nature, we think about trees and grass and air and water. No, there's so much more to it. This is beyond the physical. You don't need cell phones. You don't need computers. We have the ability to access anywhere in any dimension or any reality, and they are virtually unlimited. When we have this ability, if you can create a portal, there is absolutely no limitation. None. No limitation. You can pretty much go anywhere you want. So going back to the point you made about where time is almost like suspended, it doesn't exist in certain dimensions and maybe all of them for all I know. Is it possible to go back to another time, back in time, maybe even thousands of years? There's a possibility to do anything. The, the hard part is to try to be able to get yourself focused on that point in order to do it. My biggest challenge has been where I go. It's almost like taking a handful of pennies and throwing them out there. You're going to land where one of them lands. But I think a lot of what I've experienced has been deliberate. I'm deliberately landing in these places in order to have these experiences and figure out what's going on. I called it getting parked. I was ending up in, it looked like somebody's living room, like an old person's living room with a wrought iron bird cage and an old couch and everything. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, why do I keep ending up here? Well, it took me years to figure out that I was seeing through the eyes of the person that was in that room because I would always see it at different angles. So I was actually physically looking through someone, another being's eyes. What would you call that, by the way, being able to see from someone else's eyes? Is there like a good descriptor for that? I wouldn't know what the definition is. It's being able to access their visual. And it's happened several times and I didn't realize it until one time. It was earlier this year that I was viewing 
kitchen counter with the sink with the window in the background and it was as if i was laying on my left side and i'm like why am i seeing it from this angle it doesn't make any sense until i figured out that somebody was deceased and had their head on the counter or a table right next to the counter and i was seeing through their eyes and that's the information i get and then i started seeing activity in the background through movement of lights but other than that it ended so i get to see a lot of things that sometimes i need to define them after I experience it just to try to figure out what's actually going on because you're thrown in the middle of a life and you're trying to figure out what's happening. Where did I go? What did it mean? And other times it's in places that obviously aren't here anywhere. So people actually communicate with me in the glimpses. But what I've discovered is if you get into any spiritual practice that everybody everywhere has their own agenda. You cannot trust anybody. I don't care if they're from the spirit world or from another dimension. Just because they're from somewhere else doesn't make them any more trustworthy than somebody you're going to run across the street in New York City. They are not any more trustworthy. Everyone has their own agenda. They're all able to manipulate you and make them do what you want to do. And I'll give you an example. Say if you go to the pyramids, you're going to go for a tour. There's going to be people standing in line. Hey, hey, buddy, I got the best tour. Go with me. Go with me. I'll show you everything. When you're new to any kind of a new plane, there are going to be people or beings like that that are going to come to you in a familiar or a friendly look. And they're going to say, hey, I'm going to give you free information. And that's what happens to a lot of people on these spiritual planes, on the astral plane. They get bought into it and they think Einstein or Abraham or whatever is going to be leading them. And all they're doing is misleading them. They give you enough correct information. So that you think everything's true, but it's all misinformation. It's all to misinform you. There is an agenda, and you can't trust anyone until proven trustworthy. And that's anywhere, anytime, anyplace. There are some questionable characters. A lot. In the portals. And I've heard that about the astral as well. Oh, um, yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Let's go back to the astral. What is your experience trying to determine the levels of the astral as maybe a parallel to the levels in the spirit world, or may those two actually be the same thing? The astral is just an overlayment of the 3D world. It's an overlay? It's just an overlay. It's all it is. If I wanted to connect with somewhere in the astral that looked like this, it would be right here. It would be in the same exact spot as I am right now. The difference between me connecting with the 3D world, which is here, and the astral world is frequency and focus, perspective. Everything is right here. And when we think about, oh, you know, you take a portal and you go 50,000 light years away, most of the time everything is just right here. It's an overlayment. Everything is an overlayment. We run on different frequencies. Every plane, every dimension is on different frequencies. So they're layered over each other. They're just layered and layered and layered. And most of the time, they could be right on you. And the biggest thing that most people don't understand is our physical eyesight is so small that there is more out there that we cannot see than we can see. So if we had full view of where we are at all times, there would probably be beings walking all around us. They're probably everywhere. All I'm doing when I'm connecting is I'm focusing on my connection. And when the connection is made, it could be as close as 
right next to me. I don't know. I don't know where that connection's at. We might see it. We see space-time as separate, and so we see things as from here to there. But when you're there, there is no here to there. Everything is just right there. So our perspective on things is skewed compared to what it is in the rest of the universe because we're focused on three-dimensional. We're not focused on the way the layering is or the way the frequencies work or connecting to other planes because we're all hyper-focused on our physical lives. And when we do that, we don't leave ourselves open for what's around us. And it's really hard to grasp the whole idea of that being that way in our lives, but we haven't been taught this. So there's no way to know it until you either experience it or that you hear it many, 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 many times. And then I even tell people, don't believe me, prove it for yourself. Go do it yourself. Because if you really want to know, if you really want to know the truth, you have to look for it for yourself. And that's the main reason why I'm still doing this. It's because I'm the type that's determined. I want to know how things work. I want to know how they function. And I want to know the reality of what's happening. I've learned a lot. But the more that I learn, the more that I realize I have so much more to learn. I don't know anything. So you have to apply yourself. If you set a goal and you follow that path, you're probably going to get misled to another path. But that's fine. Take that other path because that's probably the path that you were meant to go on. I was working towards out-of-body experiences, and that was my interest. This portal thing was just a left turn. I just wrote it. I didn't plan on doing this. It's been over 30 years now. And at first, I was frustrated beyond all because I had absolutely no explanations, no nothing. I just wrote it down, and all that I had was what I experienced, and I had to keep building from there. Could it be that experiencing or accessing the portals is another way to manifest what you want, what you're trying to achieve? This is a major falsehood. When they say manifest, yeah, you can bring about what you, what you want to a certain point. Like attracts like. But we're all given this book thinking, oh, I want to run a brand new car. If you want that brand new car, it's going to cost you. I don't care if they give it away for free. You're still going to have to pay 50% in taxes. You still got to pay for the title. You still got to pay for the insurance. What's happening is we have a lot of people in our society think that I can just wish myself rich. Well, no, you have to apply yourself. And with anything, even with the portals, if I would have just laid around and wished myself to have portals, that would have never happened. I had to physically apply myself. Don't fall into the trap of people selling you snake oil telling you that you can manifest whatever you want and you don't have to do anything but sit on your ass. Don't believe it because I'll tell you right now, you'll never get anywhere. Don't look at the riches. Look within. If you really want to succeed, look within yourself. Look within your spirituality. You'll find more power than you could ever imagine in any egotistical three-dimensional life. I think that's as good advice as anyone's going to get because I've heard that many many times look within not outside of yourself excellent right mike thanks for joining us tonight in the meantime how can our listeners find you online i've got a rumble page explore them it's uh, my dark explorations and my amazon book is my dark explorations portals there's also a facebook page my dark explorations i kept it pretty simple so if you got questions or whatever just you can get a hold of me okay Thanks again. I will put that in the notes and the transcript as well. You've been watching Closer to Venus. I'm Johnny Burke. If you enjoyed today's episode, 
please consider subscribing. In the meantime, you can find more info on closertovenus.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.